So this is um, not like a big sermon, and so um, there's not really a scripture passage. Kind of what I wanted to do is something that we haven't really talked about in the Gospel of Luke, and that is the very beginning. Um, it, at the very beginning, Luke kind of makes kind of a strange admission. Uh, at the very beginning, he says, in as much to, com- you know, I want to compile a narrative. There's, there's a lot of stories going around about who Jesus is, and I'm now summarizing. And, and he says, hey, I've got my own, <laughs> he doesn't say hey. Um, I, I want, I've, I've been looking at this very closely, and, and, and I, want, I want to tell you, O Theophilus, I want to get you an orderly account of what's transpired. And orderly really is kind of a big part of what Luke does. But, but in it, he says, um, in verse 2 of Luke 1, he says, Just as those from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the Word, they've delivered them to us. The stories, the, the, the ministry of the Word, they've delivered them to us. It seemed good to me, also, having followed all things closely for time past, to write this orderly account. And so, you know, we always think about these people that wrote the Bible. They knew Jesus, and they, they knew that first generation of, of believers, and and Luke didn't know Jesus. He admits it there that a lot of the, these accounts came to him through eyewitnesses. He was not an eyewitness. So what he had to do, he didn't just go into a closet and kind of hum or some kind of like meditation thing and all of a sudden get all of the stories of Jesus. What he did is he did what you would do. If you wanted to get stories about Vladimir Putin, right? You would just go and you'd interview people that knew him. If you wanted to get stories about, you know, great stories about Queen Elizabeth before she died, you'd go out and interview people that knew her. Like that's that's how the world works, and that's how God even gets us the word is through very normal things like that. And so, what Luke did is he interviewed people. And when you read Luke two, the Christmas story. It becomes pretty clear who one of the people he interviewed is. He interviewed Mary. It, it, I don't know if you feel this way, but like, like, there's something about the Christmas story. We haven't read it yet. We read the Matthew version, and I, I was excited to kind of have us read the Matthew version because of how kind of like how businessy it is, right? It, it, it's very, it's very like corporate. If there, I'm sure it wasn't corporate, but it's kind of like professional. But you read the Christmas story, what we call the Christmas story, and there's just something different. And the something different is the mom. And it's just a beautiful thing that I just kind of want to direct our attention to as, as the kids, I'm really like, you know, waiting for the kids to be ready to show us this great story. But I just, as we, as we kind of go through it, I want, I want to just mention a couple of things that, that just kind of highlight the fact that this is a mom's version. It says, and these, of course this is a story we all know so well, but, uh, but it says, and while they were there, while, while uh, Mary and Joseph were there in Bethlehem, they were there because they were getting taxed, of course, there's that whole thing we know, but while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. And you think about, you know, of course there were probably a lot of like tales about the birth of Jesus. And this is the definitive account of a mom that said, yeah, I wrapped him this way, I laid him there, and this is why. It's a 
incredible that only a mom knows that kind of stuff. I can't tell you what we wrapped our kid in the first time. Right? It's a, there's something about a mom that just knows what happens. And I, and I love that our, our Savior, as we talked about last week, had a mom. And then it goes on after that, after the whole, like, the angels appear to the shepherds and the shepherds come in. And I, I love that it just says, and this is verse 17, uh, but it says, and when they saw it, um, the shepherds saw the angelic host, they made known the sayings that had been told to them concerning the child. So they show up. And here's Mary and Joseph trying to make sense of all this. She knows the story. She knows what's supposed to happen. Joseph knows what happened. He didn't divorce her. We read in Matthew. And they're like, okay, and, and anybody that's had a baby, you're like, okay, you know all this stuff, and then whammo. Like, you're trying to make sense of having a baby, right? And they're trying to make sense of having a baby, and here come the shepherds, the great interpreters, the, cra- the great comforters, really, to say, no, this is what, Jesus, what God said it was going to be. This is going to be the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And, and it says, all who heard this story of the shepherds wondered at what the shepherds were saying. And we're not talking about the town of Bethlehem. We're talking about the people right there. They were just like, wow. You know, they, like, like there were probably some people from the guest house. Like the way, if you look at like how an ancient stable is put together, there was probably a house next to it. There's probably more than Mary and Joseph there. And Mary's the one that's remembering all this because at the end it says she's pondering all this stuff in her heart. Who knows that but mom? And then there's this one last thing. And I always put my, I just remember this real strong when we had kids. It says, And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they have heard and seen. That one of the biggest moments when we had a baby is when my, my mom was with us and she left. And it was me and my wife and the baby. There's just there's a kind of qu- a terrifying quiet that happens when all the hubbub of a birth goes away, and then you're just stuck with a baby, and 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 that was our Savior Jesus. I just think it's wonderful to know that our Savior, as we talked about last week, he had a mother, and his mother, as the Bible says, pondered all these things in her heart, and Luke came along many years later, however many years that would be, maybe, maybe 60 years later, and, and talked with Mary, an older Mary, wiser Mary, who had seen all these great things transpire to get the record straight. And she had remembered the birth of her child. Yes, it was the birth of her Savior, but it was also the birth of her child. There's no more human thing to ever happen to God than to become human. There's no way that God has ever identified us more with us more than being incarnate and to have a family. And he ends up having little brothers and at least a sister. He gets a family. But first he had a mom. First he was born. And first there was like a birth story. If you're like into that, everybody's kind of got their birth story. This is the birth story of our Savior. Uh, Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you so much for these servants that came long before us, like Luke, that that didn't just um, sit around and wonder, but actually had the curiosity, had the calling to go and discover the truth of what really happened. 
Thank you that there's real truth that happens. And I pray now as we get to watch this unfold, I pray that we would worship you and we would celebrate Christ. And I thank you so much uh, for this church and all that you're doing with these little kids. And I pray that you bless them now. In Christ's name I pray. Amen.